And welcome to the South Road, boys. Um, in this episode, you have me, Joe, and I am joined by Troy. How are you, buddy? Good, mate. Um, <laughs> in, in this episode, um, normally in the other episodes, um, who are we normally joined by? It's always you and I. <laughs> I don't know why my brain just went... <laughs> <laughs> I just, I thought I'd, I'd, I obviously, my brain went, no, do something different. That's good, change it up, yeah, like it. And my mouth went, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> And that was just So this odd. is explaining to the roadies uh, how intelligent we both are. Oh, it, you know what? It wouldn't be that hard to explain how intelligent we are. Just basically pick out any 14-year-old boy who's seen boobs for the first time <laughs> and ask him to do advanced <laughs> algebra. <laughs> just, I thought you were just going to explain just, you know, the drool that it just comes um, down the side yeah, of the yeah. <laughs> um, Now, in this episode of... The South Road Boys. Two episodes ago, we spoke about Mel's vagina. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> see, I really thought we were we were over this. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah. I've since spoken to my mother, oh, who has okay. started listening to the South Road Boys, and she says we're not allowed to talk about her vagina. Right. So, so, so we're not allowed to talk about your mum's vagina. I'm not going to talk about my mother's vagina. Right. Well. Look, I'm not going to talk about your mother's vagina either. Okay. Because that's probably not fair. Well, she's asked me not to. And in all honesty, and this is absolute gospel truth, if she was to mention her vagina in front of me, I would probably visibly recall. In fact, <laughs> in fact, my middle sister, so my sister Jen, who is eight years younger than me, yep. Has this fun little game that she likes to play is, how can I make Joe shut up? And we'll be talking and she'll just look at me and say, this one time when I had a pap smear, and that's it. (laughs) I say nothing more. Uh... So it is an ongoing gag in this, in this family that that's one thing. But you know what? When I'm talking to you and the roadies, it's okay. So, but I'm not going to talk about mum's vagina. No, isn't that strange? Um, we could nearly, I mean, considering two episodes ago when my mum's vagina came up, and then obviously yes. uh, the one where I did the apology, which I then retracted. Yes. And now with this little conversation, we could nearly have the Vagina Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, you know what? That actually sounds like, and this is bizarre, it sounds like the Harvey Weinstein story. Oh, Maybe that's what he no. called. Maybe that's what he called his, his memoirs, the Vagina oh. Chronicles. Funny enough, a big shout out to Harvey, by the way. That's his birthday. Happy, happy birthday, son. Actually, no, so it was funny. It actually came up on, um, normally I jump on the Google on my phone and you can see what's trending. Bing. Oh, well, look, I always used to go Bing. But I've yep. just, I've lost a bit of confidence because the Bing boys have not come back to us and said, guys, we love your support. So are we jumping ship? No, I'm not saying I'm jumping ship. I'm saying that I may have cheated on Bing a little bit. Remember things like Ask Jeeves? <laughs> Assume that that was spelled A-S-K, not A-S-S. <laughs> yeah, A-S-K-J-W-E-V-E-S. I do remember that. Yeah, so search engines that are just no longer with us. Oh. Maybe what we should try and do is Lazarus, one of those. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be yeah. difficult, I think. I don't need to run on current search engines. Engines? I think I can. I think I can. Mind you, and I, I had a friend of mine who started working at Yahoo, and I really started to try and, because he was there, and I really wanted to support him, and I'd say, oh, let's Yahoo it, and people would be like, you what? Because mm-hmm. Google had just started to dominate the market. And, um, yeah, Yahoo fell out of favour, unfortunately. But I did have a... There was a website oh, seven, eight, ten years ago that called Melbourne Tribe. Now, it was bizarre, but it had a search engine functionality on it. And it obviously showed you things that was going on in Melbourne and all that kind of stuff. But if you used it as your search engine, 
and you logged in, you got tribe points. Oh, now, I remember you telling me about this a while back. Yeah, yeah, so you got tribe points. And so I just used to use that because I think it was powered by a Yahoo or a Google. So I couldn't really tell the difference in what I was doing. And if I knew I wanted to go to a particular website, I would go into tribe, type in the website name and search for it and then come up with a result. The reason being, so I'd get the tribe points. I ended up getting DVDs out of it. I got like get four DVDs for free. <laughs> free, free. One was um, Tromeo and Juliet. Oh, yes. Um, Swamp Thing. Um, yeah, so they weren't they weren't highbrow. Strange films, enough, but... um, Harvey Weinstein seemed to get things for free too. Uh, yeah. But it cost didn't... him in the end. Didn't There's adjust. There's a lesson learnt there, children. <laughs> um, and actually, interestingly, I just realised that his birthday is actually, um, he's 66 <laughs> as well. Oh, <laughs> sucks to sucks birthday, bro. Oh, I bet you're feeling a bit shy. Hey. Oh. He wouldn't have a lot of people at his party, surely. I wouldn't imagine. (laughs) And even if you did, you wouldn't be telling anyone. Uh, No, no, there's nothing to be gained by jumping on Facebook and saying, oh, just had a great night at Harvey Weinstein's 66th birthday. (laughs) Yeah, like, that's a quiet affair. (laughs) (laughs) Literally and figuratively. (laughs) Yeah. Can't feel sorry for the guy. I I don't feel sorry for him. No. Because it, it, like he, he had him and his brother had this multi-million dollar company, did release some amazing films, like some amazing no films. Launched the careers of people like your Quentin Tarantinos for crying out loud. Yet took advantage of that situation. A complete cockwomble, basically. You <laughs> like that one. Cockwomble. Cockwomble. <laughs> That's a great word. I wonder how many people of the roadies actually know what a womble is, though. Oh, the wombles. Weren't they great? Wombles of Wimbledon coming our way. <laughs> Can I just clarify? I wasn't saying a womble cock. I was saying a cockwomble. A cockwomble. Yeah. So not talking about the anatomy of a womble. No. More a derogative term. Do you remember what the wombles were, though? <laughs> Yeah, weren't they like little... Um, they were little stand-up furry dudes. Yeah. But I can't remember pick. what they actually were. Well, I mean, they obviously were they're wombles, up... but were they meant to be something else? Yeah, they were picking up everyday things that we find, things that the everyday folks leave behind. Once again, how the fuck do you remember all this shit? <laughs> they, were, they were these little furry things that lived in Wimbledon in the UK, and they were recyclers. But they weren't, <laughs> they weren't the... anything else, though, were they? I mean, wombles, that was an original creature. I believe it was an original creature, yeah, and it was all stop, stop go animation. Like, sorry, you know, ah. um, I can't remember the proper term for it. So, if it wasn't animation, it was picture, picture, puppets. picture, 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 right. picture, picture, picture. Yeah, yeah. And then I think they did go on to um, uh, an animated series, um, but originally it was all that. Yeah, and it was Orinoco, I think, was one of them. In high school, I remember, I might have been primary school. No, probably high school. I remember doing stop animation like that in which I made a little plasticine dinosaur or something. Mm. And actually made it walk across this scenery. How many, it, it takes forever. I reckon if I went back and was able to find that footage now and watch it again, yep, I'd be so impressed. Oh, as you would be. Oh, the kids went, <laughs> there was something in the city um, in Melbourne with, during the school holidays and they were doing, I think it's a, it was at the Fed Square or whatever, and it was um, something to do with film. I think it was might even be Marvel in film or whatever. And they also had other facets and whatever of film. And the kids got to make these little stop animation things out of clay. And you can tell the first 10 pictures are really cool, and they've kept the clay intact. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Jake got bored because <laughs> it just jumps all over the frame yep. from wherever you want. And then the, I think one of the last ones is it's just squished. It'd still be fun, though. Yes. If there's an adult now, it'd still be fun. It's just time-consuming. So I think, oh, yeah, it's one of those things. Um, but as I was saying before, whilst we're not talking about my mother's vagina, what I will talk about, though, is her ass. <laughs> <You should. laughs> it's just a, a moment. Uh, yes. where, as your friend, <laughs> yes, I should be basically saying, Joe, we need to stop the podcast a minute. We need to have a chat <laughs> because I fear for your relationship with yep. your mother. 
And if I you were my safety, <laughs> if you were my friend, you'd probably do that. And you haven't, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> no, she mentioned you had a rant and a bit of a tirade about people who put toilet paper on the wrong way. Ah, oh, yeah, don't get me started on that again. Or as I referred them to as dirty, filthy undersiders. You did, and I love that term because I hadn't heard it before, and it's so perfect. <laughs> My mother is a self-professed dirty, filthy undersider. <laughs> to the point where she came over and stayed for the last three weeks because my... my uh, sister had a baby and so mum hung around and did all that kind of stuff. Please don't tell me she changed the roles the other way around. She did. Oh, and then my sis- and then my bitch. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, the toilet that was closest to mum's bedroom, which is a spare bedroom, also happens to be the toilet that's closest to the lounge room. So it's the communal one. So my sister obviously wouldn't go into her ensuite to go to the toilet. She would go to this one. Mm-hmm. And she'd notice the toilet paper around the wrong way, yeah. and fix it. See, and then I my mother that. would, get, and then my mother would go in and go, uh, "That's this, wrong," and change it. This and is so a ridiculous for the last, war that can never be won. To the point where my mother said something, <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "You're messing with my OCD. Just stop." And it was all my sister could do to just go, no, you're fucking wrong. But how the hell can it be messing with the OCD when it's underside? Um, oh, it's dude. all messy. It doesn't... Well, you can't even tear the paper off even I, because you can't... Like, I'm sorry, but your mum has got something seriously wrong with her in that part of her mental life. Oh, absolutely. She's batshit crazy when it comes to that. Her, but now I've just lost a little bit. I don't know how you can get to the point where you won care about it that much and two really can't tolerate someone correcting you to the well, right way i can care about it to the point where she's wrong and i'll be right so i'd have to keep yeah. fixing it <laughs> yeah true <laughs> but when you're wrong it's okay that someone corrects it <laughs> exactly right yeah, look, that's called learning kids <laughs> <laughs> there you go and you know what you're never too late to learn you're never too yes so, there you go. So, I'm not mentioning my mother's vagina because she tasked me not to. I am talking about how she has a toilet roll paper. <laughs> Shout so out if you to Penny. You're a lovely lady, but there's something a little bit wrong there. Yeah. So, if you do go to mum's place, any of the roadies who do know mum, make sure you go and turn the toilet paper in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, we should have a hashtag. Uh, flip it to Penny. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag flip it to Penny. Hashtag flip it to Pen. Now, Mr. Barnes, I gave you a bit of a heads up uh, last week, um, which I don't normally do. Normally, I try and spring this sort of thing on you. True, and you Uh, enjoy that too. I do. About what our day is. Now, the reason why I asked you to or I told you what the day was going to be, is because today, which is Harvey Weinstein's birthday... (laughs) Which is actually very funny. It is very funny and is part of the Let's Laugh Day. (laughs) What timing. What timing. (laughs) So what I thought we would do, because I love a laugh, you love a laugh... I love hearing you laugh. That gets me laughing, so... (laughs) I, I do have one of those laughs... Because I still remember the time that there was a band in Melbourne called the Vaughns, and the Vaughns oh, released yes. an album. Now you had this—I don't know whether you had the single I or think the album—a cast single, probably a cast single. They really only had one hit. And can we just point and out two things there, kids? Before CDs, there were things called cassettes. Oh yeah, true that. And when <laughs> we had cassettes, you see cassette singles called cast singles. Yes. So I bring the single out on the album and maybe have a, a B-side, maybe sometimes two B-sides on there as well. Yes, yeah. Um, and, and then they just kind of disappeared, of course, with the introduction of CDs. Because then we had CD singles. Which I never understood. No, and then they disappeared too. 
Yes. And now I've just got CDs. If anyone out there knows what CDs are, yeah. now they're a round disc. They go, anyway. That's <laughs> um, what the yeah. old people play their music on. Um, Cass singles, they were single songs brought out on cassette. They were not cassettes that were lonely and single. No, well, no. Do you remember your first single? Um, I believe my first single may have possibly been maybe a Kylie Minogue or Jason Donovan. <laughs> oh, hello. Yeah, I think so. All right. I remember my first single. I won it at a blue light disco at Preservation Bay. Oh. I know. You lucky I'm gonna boy. S- <laughs> now, can you name this artist? Oh. I'm going to shake you. Whip you up a frenzy in your heart. Oh, no, I can't. He was the slightly a chubbier, little bit less attractive other member of Wham. Oh, Mr. Really? Andrew Ridgely. That wasn't that wouldn't have been his first single though. No, that was my first single. <laughs> actually, then again, I do actually remember that. <laughs> I remember it's yellow. <laughs> I think I've still got it in a box somewhere because of my water. I've got all my cassettes in a box underneath uh, Mum and Dad's place. I've yeah, even, they... I would you believe, I actually found them here not long ago when I did a bit of tidying up and going through to throw some crap out. Mm-hmm. And I've also got two Walkmans in there as well. <gasps> and I haven't thrown them wow. out. I've left them there. So now at some stage, um, probably my Mum and Dad die. <laughs> I'm going they to get actually, this box of stuff out, and I'm going to get the Walkmans, going to put the batteries in, and it'll work, it'll be fine. They actually might end up being, at some point, worth something. You never know. P.S. You do never know. Hopefully Mum and Dad won't die for a while. <laughs> well, no, big shout out to Merle and Ivan, hope you keep kicking. Um, I've actually got, yeah, there's those, I've also got uh, Donkey Kong 2, my little flip-up game. That's in immaculate order. Um, really? To the point where I've still got the box, I've still got the phone, but it comes in. I've still got the little oh. slip of paper that tells you how to insert the battery. Oh, wow. It was worth $49 back when I was about 10, if not younger. And I so, could actually sell it on eBay now for around three to 400 Especially in, well, with box. I could actually sell the little piece of paper that tells you how to insert the battery, the safety thing. Yes. For $10 on eBay. That I saw one. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? That's insane. You know how insane it is? I'd nearly call it redonkulous. <laughs> redonkulous. I love that word too. It is so good. Oh, redonkulous. Well, I have a Donkey Kong as well from that era though. And it looks like it's called the tabletop version of Donkey Kong. So it's got a little joystick and a single button. Oh, yeah. So lift. And all, all you're doing is jumping. Yep. Right? Start at the bottom. Dick, 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 dick. Then you go up a level. Dick, yep. dick, dick. Jumping and the barrels the and all the rest. Yeah, the barrels are being thrown down at you. And up the top is King Kong, yep. who's throwing down the barrels. You have to go up, collect a key, then come back down, go across the vines to the other side and undo a lock on yep. the princess. And then you go and do Five lock. Mm. Yeah, and then five locks and she's completely undone. And then you level up. And that is it. The only thing that makes this game any more difficult is the speed. Yeah. So after you complete each one, it just goes... And it gets bloody hard. It sure does. Now, this... So it looks like one of those stand-up machines that you have at the arcade, only it's desktop. So it's probably only about 15, 20 centimetres high. Those two, if I had it in box, would be worth... A few hundred bucks. Hmm. Um, and, you know, the, 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 the I remember the plastic being cream, but it's now that yellowy <laughs> colour as well. So It's been used. But it has. But you know what? There's a guy who once, who, who got a Guinness Book of Records and received a certificate of you're a fucking nerd from Namco, I think it was what it was, from the guy who created Pac-Man. Because this guy... Beat Pac-Man. So the original Pac-Man that came out... got through the end of the game. Got No, got through to it where the game could no longer process it. So what happens is once you get to a certain point and it goes to a certain speed, so you can't miss any of the, the, the bites, you can't miss any of the cherries or whatever, and you get all the ghosts, half of the screen just becomes code. 
because the machine can't because the machine can't process the code quick enough to display it. So it becomes half the matrix. <laughs> Correct. And he just took a photo and went, "I've I've clocked it." Wow. And and apparently the reflexes are required. It comes down to like one sixteenth of a second to be able to make all those turns to be able to keep on continuing on without loss of life to get to that point. That's crazy. Uh, I hope. Well, exactly. I mean, that's a sign of a misspent youth, though. It is. I mean, you're not going to pick up a lot, are you, with that? There's not many chicks that are going to go after you and, and want your body because you've defeated Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, if they were... <laughs> oh, we Mind you, women hanging off us when we were kids, if that was the case. If you could defeat pa- Pac-Man and that was a massive turn-on for women, the problem would be is that anyone who could defeat Pac-Man wouldn't know to, what to do with the one once they got it. <laughs> oh, could you put a bow on and I'll make you miss Pac-Man? <laughs> oh, it's not a... It wasn't a... Yeah. Now, one thing before yep. we continue on. Uh, it's very formal. It is. It is, yeah. it is, it is. One significant thing happened in Australian history on this day today as well. Before we wow. get into the gags. Uh, Paul Hogan no. was born. No, not a person. Okay. Um, uh, first discovery of a drop bear. No. No? No. Okay. Um, in New South Wales. In New South Wales. Yes. Uh, did a Prime Minister go missing, taken by a submarine? No, it oh. wasn't Harold Holt, because I think that was in Victoria as oh, well. Oh, was it? Okay, there you go. Well, yes. Do we really know, though? <laughs> no, we don't. Turn the lights out. Uh, right, now I've got nothing left. Nineteen thirty-two. Vegemite was invented. <laughs> oh, good call. In typical Aussie tradition, one of the world's premier bridges was opened, and some bloke on a horse went and opened it himself. <laughs> Ran through with a sword and said, "I'm opening this bloody bridge." Wow, I'm assuming we're talking about the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Yes, the Sydney Harbour right. Bridge was opened this day in 1932. By a random dude on a horse. By a wreck. Well, they had all this pomp and ceremony, and this bloke, I think it was raging against the machine and fighting against the, <laughs> you know, the violent oppressors that were the Australian government. So he got on a horse and got on a sword and, um, fucking opened the bridge. Yeah, how good <laughs> is the, that? Well, I mean, cut, cut we the are ribbon. still talking about it now. Exactly. Coming up towards a century later. Such an Aussie thing to do, though. Do you know what the thing is That's that I love That's why I'd love about? to be on a horse with a sword more often. Just in case you have that opportunity. <laughs> just in case you have the opportunity to open a bridge. Yep. Mind you, the one thing that I really do like about that, the Sydney Harbour Bridge, that I think is its best feature, is that it was made almost 100 years ago, and it is still being used today without any major upgrades. Mm, true. Because if they had have made it for the population of 1932... <laughs> it would have been one lane made for horses and maybe four cars. Yeah. Not the tens of thousands of cars that go on it every day. So, And, uh, and also them. the Sydney Harbour Bridge, it's fairly Australian at times because it was only here probably a month or two ago that a kangaroo mm. decided to cruise across it. Of course. <laughs> Did you Where see does that? a kangaroo come from? Though? I don't know. So they tried to catch it. The cops tried to catch it. They couldn't. It kept running on the bridge. So all they had to do was basically escort it across the bridge with squad cars. <laughs> well, that's all you do. Well, you the funny go from part one end. Was that all the Americans always say? You know, have you got kangaroos jumping around in the streets? Well, no, fuck which. Actually, well, actually, yeah, you do. <laughs> and they and they jump on to ask Jeeves and go Jeeves image search kangaroo Australia. <laughs> oh, there you are. Lying bastard. Exactly. Bing says there are. <laughs> yeah, Bing says there are. What the fuck would they know, though? Uh... So, what I thought we would do in order to celebrate Laugh Day nice. is that we should have a couple of gags. I will start because okay. I have I have a gag that relates to what we've been talking about previously, believe it or not. Was, did you so, set that up purposely, or has it just happened that way? There is no way I could have set this up purposely. Oh, I love fate. Because you brought it up, I carried on with it, and then you said a phrase that is the punchline to this joke. Okay. <laughs> the world's leading expert on European wasps walks into a record shop. And he asks the assistant, do they have the um, 
do you have European Vespidae? Vespidae? Vespidae. Oh, I'm, glad sure there's... I'm glad you practiced for a while while telling this joke. This is I should have. Vespidae. <laughs> I think it's V-E-S-P-I-D-A-E. Vespidae. I think that's the way you talk about what bees, are, uh, wasps so are and all so that European kind of stuff. European wasps walked in. No, the guy who's the expert on the European wasps. Okay, right. Do you have that album, Acoustics Volume 2? I believe it was released this week. Certainly, replies the assistant. Would you like to listen to it before you buy it? Oh, that'd be wonderful, said the expert. Puts on a pair of headphones. He listens for the moment and says to the assistant, I'm terribly sorry, but I'm the world's leading expert in European wasp, and this is not accurate at all. I don't recognise any of these sounds. Are you sure that's a correct recording? The assistant checks the turntable and replies that it is the European Vespidate Acoustics Volume 2, and the assistant apologises, lifts the needle onto the next track. Again, the expert listens for a few moments and says to the assistant, no, 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 this can't be fucking right. I have been in this field for 43 years, and I still do not recognise any of these sounds. The assistant apologises again and lifts the needle to the next track. The expert throws off the headphones as soon as it starts playing, fuming with rage. This is outrageous. False advertising. I am the world's leading expert on European wasps, and no European wasp has ever made a sound like the one on this record. The manager of the shop overhears and walks over and says, What's the problem, sir? It's an outrage! I am the world's leading expert on European wasps. Nobody knows more about them than I do. And there is no way in hell that the sounds on this record were made by European wasps. The manager glanced down and notices the problem instantly. I'm terribly sorry, sir. It appears we've been playing you the (laughs) B-side. That's actually really good. Oh, the B-side. I actually didn't know where you were going with that one. That's good, Joe. That's really good. Wow. Oh, it's funny when you say it out loud. Oh, the B-side. That's a great punchline. I like that. And it's clean. You can tell it's your nan. And she'll get the record reference as well. That's that's actually a great joke. I love it. Well done. All you need to do is work out what a Vespa say Vespidae is. Because I didn't. God knows what that is. Or Catherine Buddha, will know. Buddha knows what that is as I'm trying to get rid of my uh God knows and all that kind of thing. Oh yeah, how's that working out for you by uh, the way? Actually Joe said to me the other day, he said, I've noticed that you're not saying it anywhere near as much. So <laughs> very impressed with myself. And because it, it, it makes no difference to your world. No. No, it's just, I don't, yeah, good for you. I think it's awesome. Well, it made no sense to me to be saying it, so. No. Let's change it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, right up. So I assume uh, it must be my turn to have a go at this gig. Oh, I'd love you to. I see, I don't know whether I can beat that one. It's not bad, but. Oh, you're not here, we're not here to beat it, we're just here to get a laugh, that's uh, all. That's all right, because normally Hang on, very, you... we are very competitive. <laughs> do you want me to bring everyone down first, and then you can tell the joke so it's funnier? Oh, if you like, yeah. What do you got? Well, the only re- one of the reasons why I wanted to do this as well is, now this is not uh, by any stretch of the imagination trying to blow my own horn <laughs> at all, right? Can I just but, mention uh, that is that I am watching Joe on Skype and I do not want to see him blow his own horn <laughs> at all. <laughs> if, I, if only I could. Um, <laughs> but the other night you and I spoke and I was going to the pictures and as the roadies would see, I went and saw The Hateful Eight yes. and I met Graham <laughs> and Graham liked it. So <laughs> there you okay. go. Um, but while I was waiting for the movie to start, I was on Facebook and I noticed that on on Facebook, someone who I am Facebook friends with, um, and you know what they are, roadies, the, the people you're friends with on Facebook who you either A, have never met or you only last spoke to them two decades ago. This person who I was talking to, I'd only spoken to when we were in high school. So a good 20-something years. Um, and you're he put on... bastard. <laughs> exactly, oh, I know. But he'd put on Facebook um, that 
he wasn't feeling great, and that some people he thought who had time for him um, had shown that they weren't even willing to have a five-minute conversation. Now, one of the things I've been doing probably for about the last couple of years is if you actually think of somebody, like if someone comes to mind and you have their phone number, pick up the phone and call them. Give them a buzz. Because thinking about them doesn't change you, doesn't change their world. Sending them a Facebook message, it's probably a little bit better, but once again, pick up the phone. Because I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the times that I get to speak to this man that you're hearing now, during the week or even on this podcast, is just gold. I fucking love it so much. It is one of the best things that we've done for our friendship, is this podcast. But also, the conversations before and after this is just fantastic. So, um, can I just say on top of that, this little thing that you do about taking the time to call, mm. I love that man. It's such a good <laughs> thing. I really do. It's just when you told me about it um, last week or the week before, whenever it was, I thought, as much as I love hassling you and telling you you're evil and ginger, you're, <laughs> Which actually, I am. you're actually a thoughtful, really nice guy. So, oh, thanks, buddy. Ah, so <laughs> insert the love music. Um, But it actually came about because I was doing a job um, that required me to travel. So it was probably a good five years ago, actually, where I was traveling twice, three times a week. I was driving an hour and a half, two hours to go to this job and then driving two hours on the way back. So I had heaps of time. Um, And in that time, I'd listen to music or I'd listen to podcasts and people would come to mind. So... I could just call him. So that's what I did. Anyway, I called this guy and said, look, we haven't... I looked him up on Facebook. He had his phone number there. And I said, look, we haven't spoken for 25 years, but I thought I'd just say hi. And he was really appreciative. He was like, oh, wow, that was random, I think. <laughs> but but he was happy to hear from me and all that kind of stuff. So people just do it. You'll make yeah. yourself feel better. Yeah, we don't understand how good connection is. Actual voice mm. connection, audible connection, not just text message. Exactly. So that was me trying to bring the tone down. So yeah. hopefully you can you can drive it in with a massive funny. Drive it in like a dirty whore. <laughs> How many dirty whores drive it in? Oh, I mean, there's probably a few boys in Thailand. I, I don't know what you're paying for, but it's probably not the same thing as I would. It probably costs more than what you're paying for. Um, yeah. Right, so my joke. Yes. Oh, no. God, it's going to be hard to beat that last one. Uh, <laughs> so there was a man in Bulgaria who drove trains for a living. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Don't tell me you got the same joke. <laughs> he loved his job. Yep. <laughs> this is tell great. It. Well, tell it. It's a um, great job. Yeah. He loved his job. Driving a train had been his dream ever since he was a child. He loved to make the train go as fast as possible. Unfortunately, one day he was a little too reckless and caused a crash. He made it out, but one person died. Needless to say, he went to court over this incident. He was found guilty and sentenced to death by electrocution. Easy for you to say. (laughs) When the day of the execution came, he requested a single banana as his last meal. After Mm. eating the banana, he was strapped into the electric chair. The switch was flown, sparks flew everywhere, smoke filled the air, and nothing happened. And the man was perfectly fine. At the time, there was an old Bulgarian law that said a failed execution was a sign of divine intervention, so the man was allowed to go free. Hooray! Yay! Somehow he managed to get his old job back. I don't know how that would happen. <laughs> Maybe there's the probably train. not that many Bulgarians on the train, so... Maybe yeah. not. Um, having not learned his lesson at all, he went yeah. right back to driving the train as reckless as he used to. Once again, he caused the train to crash, this time killing two people. The trial went much the same as the first, resulting in a sentence of execution. For his final meal, he requested two bananas. After eating the bananas, he was strapped into the chair, the switch was thrown, sparks flew, smoke filled the room... And once again, the man was unharmed. Hooray! <laughs> well, this is so funny. I'm reading it and still finding it funny. I can't believe that you're going to do the same joke. Well, <sighs> this, of course, meant he was free to go. 
And once again, he managed to get his old job back. He was part of the union. He was definitely part of the union. <laughs> touch one, uh, touch all. Painters and dockers. should have been a surprise to no one, he crashed yet another train, but this time killed three people. Oh, no. So once again, he found himself sentenced to death. On the day, on the day of his execution, he requested his final meal, this time three bananas. You know what? No, said the executioner. I've had it with you and your stupid bananas and walking out of here unharmed. I'm not giving you a thing to eat. We're strapping you in and we're doing it now. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Well, it was against protocol, but the man was strapped into the electric chair without a last meal. The switch was pulled. Sparks flew. Smoke filled the room once again and the man was still unharmed. The executioner was speechless. The man looked at the executioner and said, Oh, the bananas had nothing to do with it. I'm just a bad conductor. (laughs) (laughs) Such a long joke for a stupid ending. I love I love that joke, though. And I had it. I had it right here. I was reading it word for word. That's so funny. That's as bad as our Darwin Award off, in which we had the same ones to read out. I was reading three jokes I found on that one. You stood out. Number one, because I like a long joke with a stupid punchline. Oh, don't I? Don't you ever? And number two, it's just funny. Well, I've got got a short one for you. I've got a shorter one. Actually, yeah, I've got a shorter one as well. That's what she. That's what she. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so funny. A ship wrecks on a deserted island. Have you got that? No. Uh, no. Two guys and a girl survive, and since they don't have anything to do all day besides eating, sleeping, they just have sex. Eventually, the girl gets sick and dies. The two men don't really know what to do with themselves anymore, so they keep eating, sleeping, and having sex. After a few days of the sex, though, they feel guilty about what they've been doing. So they bury her. (laughs) (laughs) That's my M. Night Shyamalan joke, bitch. Oh, John. (laughs) So they bury her. Oh, that's, that's gold. Right right a, yes, a monkey is sitting in a tree smoking a joint when a lizard walks past. Have yes. you got this one? No. Right the lizard oh. looks up, says to the monkey, Hey, what are you doing? The monkey says, smoking a joint. Come up and join me, my cold-blooded friend. Mm. So the lizard climbs up, sits next to the monkey, and they have another joint. A joint, kids, by the way, is a marijuana smoke. Yes. <laughs> for, those, for those innocent roadies out there. <sighs> After a while, the lizard says, oh, my mouth is dry. And then he's going to go, he decides to go and get a drink of water from the river. At the riverbank, the lizard is so stoned that he leans too far over and falls in. <laughs> now a crocodile sees this and swims over to the stone lizard, helping him to the side. He, yes. then, asks, he then asks the lizard, what's the matter with you? The lizard explains to the crocodile that he was sitting in a tree, smoking a joint with his new monkey friend. He then explained how his mouth got dry, and that he was so wasted that when he went to get a drink from the river, he fell in. The inquisitive crocodile says he has to go check this out. So he walks into the jungle, finds a tree where the monkey is sitting, finishing his joint. He looks up and says, Hey monkey! The monkey looks down and says, Fuck dude, how much water did you drink? <laughs> next joke yep my next joke i remembered the punchline to this joke and most of it from okay from 20 years ago yep 
but I had to look up the rest. Now, I got this... To- jo- I had a friend of mine called John, Johnny. Uh, big shout out to Johnny, who used to tell this joke. And he used to make it... I reckon 15, 20 minutes he could make this joke go for. Wow. I, I will not take that long, roadies. But here it goes. Right, Sit back. A big brown... Make comfortable. Exactly. A big brown bear walks into a bar and says... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I think I know this joke. <laughs> Give me a bloody beer. And the barman says, We don't serve beers to big brown bears. Who say bloody? And the bloke beside the bar was a bit amused at the situation and he started laughing behind his hand. <laughs> and the big brown bear picked up the bloke and bashed him about and then banged him down on the bar stool. And he turned to the barman and said, Give me a bloody beer. And the barman said, We don't serve big beer, big brown bear beers. That say bloody and beat bystanders. And the big burly bouncer bounded over. But before he could get the bowl out of the bear backwards, the bear had beaten him into a brick wall. <clears throat> the bear turned to the barman and said, Now get me a bloody bear! And the barman said, Look, we do not serve bears, beers to big brown bears that beat bystanders and bash bouncers. The bewitchingly beautiful, busty barmaid bounced over. Well, the bear took her behind the bar. Now give me a bloody bear. And the barman said, We do not serve beers to big brown bears that say bloody beat bystanders, bash bouncers, and bonk barmaids. <laughs> the bear started to banging on the bar and soon got bored of banging on the bar and then took a big took a big bite out of it. Now give me a bloody beer or you're next. And the barman said, Listen now, mate. We don't serve beers. To big brown bears that say bloody, beat bystanders, bash bouncers, bulk barmaids, and take drugs. And the bear said, Take drugs? What are you talking about? And the barman said, I saw that barbiturate. <laughs> oh, 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 that is actually not what it's It's a long way to not much payoff. Right, I'm going to throw a quick one in on top of that. Yes. I went to a Halloween party dressed as a chicken. <laughs> I met a girl dressed as an egg. Yes. A question as old as time was answered. A chicken. <laughs> From the moment you said egg, I knew exactly what the punchline was going to be. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. Oh. Well, true love lasts forever. And it's the uh, the AFL Grand Final, and a man takes the seat, uh, makes his way to his seat right on the right on the halfway line, and as he sits down, he notices that next to him is a seat that's empty, and he leans over and asks the neighbour if someone would be sitting there. No, says the neighbour, that seat's empty. That's incredible, said the man. Who in their right mind would have a seat like this for the Grand Final and not use it? The neighbour says, Well, actually, that seat belongs to me. I was supposed to come here with my wife, but she passed away. This is the first grand final that we have been haven't been to together since we got married. Oh mate, oh I'm sorry to hear that. That's terrible, said the bystander. But couldn't you find someone else, like a friend or a relative, or even a neighbour to take her place? And the man shakes his head and says, No. They're at the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's how it would be too. It would. Oh. Oh, right. um, a guy walked into a bar and saw a sign that Ow. said Jesus. <laughs> that never gets old. It just doesn't. Uh, a guy walked into a bar and saw a sign that said cheeseburgers $3, hot dogs $5, and hand jobs $10. Oh. He goes to the bar quickly and asks the lady, are you the one that gives hand jobs? And she said yes. And he replied, well, wash your hands. I want a cheeseburger. <laughs> <sighs> Actually, while we've been a little bit um, a little bit kinky, I'll throw this one in too, very quick. Yeah, go, go. Uh, give it to me. I'm so fucking wet. Give it to me now. She can scream all she wants. I'm not giving her the damn umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Jokes oh, are so stupid. That's so good. How many more have you got? Um, oh, there's a few here. 
You come across a few, but they're, they're so recycled that they're actually not funny anymore. Okay, well, I've got one that I have always found funny. Desperately found funny, and Far I don't know why. Sun. Far away in the tropical waters of the Caribbean, two crustaceans were swimming around the ocean at the bottom of the sea. One was called Justin, and the other one was called Christian. Life was good, except that the, the uh, crustaceans were constantly being chased and threatened by sharks. Finally, one day, Justin said to Christian, I'm tired of being a crustacean. I wish I was a shark. Then I wouldn't have to worry about being eaten. Just then, a mysterious cod appeared and said, Your wish is granted. And lo and behold, Justin turned into a shark. Horrified, ah! Christian swam off, afraid he'd be beaten, he'd be eaten up by his old friend. Uh, time went by and Justin found himself just bored and lonely being his shark. You know, sure, he was the king of the ocean, but all his old pals were afraid of him and they swam far away whenever he was near. Then one day he was swimming out and saw the mysterious cod. I want to be a crustacean again, said Justin. Please change me back. And lo and behold, the cod changed him back to a crustacean. <laughs> With tears of joy in his little eyes, Justin swam to Christian's house and knocked on the door. It's me, Justin, your old friend. Come out and see me, he shouted. No, said Christian. I'm not going to be tricked. You're a bloody shark. You're going to eat me. And Justin cried back. No, I'm not. That was the old me. I've changed. I found cod. I'm a prawn again, Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's that's actually great. Oh, wow. I don't don't think I'm even going to throw one in after that. I actually quite like that. That's good. I found cod. I'm a prawn oh, again, Christian. That's spectacular. Oh, it just is. I love jokes. <laughs> I do too. So, Roddy's on this day, the 19th of March, um, which is go and have a laugh day. Go and have a laugh. Well, actually, you can't because by the time you hear this, it won't be the 19th anymore. It'll be a week later. But that yeah. also brings us to a very <laughs> solid point, though. Mm. Uh, we're now up to date, so we don't have any backlog of recordings ready to upload. So we now record on a Monday night, and then we make it live within that week. Yeah, you'll have before this before we record, we record again. again. So, yeah. Well, things obviously, are... because they now know that this is the 19th. Yeah, well, there you go. But um, <laughs> as, as the SRB like to say, you know, shit's getting real. Shit's getting fucking real. Mm. <laughs> I had a... Um, had an idea. Oh, hello. I love ideas. Yeah, um, Hang on, does it require you know, me? I, I spoke requ- to someone else about it. And, yeah, yeah. Um, it could nearly be, because it's not a patented idea, um, it's not copywritten, it could nearly be an SRB business venture. Can we copyright now and make it public domain, which means that we have copyrighted sure, and patented well, it? Well, it hasn't been placed anywhere else. It hasn't been spoken of in a format where it's digitalized or written down it was just a random conversation that you stole it off somebody else no no we were just in a discussion we kind of half came up with this idea together and now i've just brought it forward a little bit further okay cool yeah well copyright copyright south road boys just in case cool so it's an app (laughs) it's a brand new app oh there's an app for that yeah right there's an app for everything Mm. i wanted i wanted to get i wanted to become a better sleeper and there was a nap for that (laughs) Sorry. You fuck with. So. Yes. Sorry. I went in at the end of Tomb Raider. We went and seen Tomb Raider yesterday. The new oh, movie. was it good? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, you know, it doesn't blow your mind, but it's not <laughs> terrible. You just really enjoy it. Leave your brain at the door. Go in. Just enjoy the heck out of it. Have you played the latest Tomb Raider games? On Xbox. Oh, I'm talking the last four, five, probably three, four years. Yeah, yeah, they look absolutely glamorous. They look fantastic. Oh, stunning! And they the, were, even when you had the original one, which was like 32 bit, 
and just all you saw was bouncing boobs, they were still so much fun to play. <laughs> Weird. So much fun to play. <laughs> like it was no, but it wasn't just that. It was like <clears throat> it was it was a good multi lever game that like even numpies like me could get through. But it's like, still it still wasn't think. Yeah, but it wasn't super hard and there was always a way through. Always a way through. It just took you sometimes fifteen goes to be able to jump, jump, catch, jump, catch. But you knew so, what you were trying to do. That's right. So the new versions, of course, they look like a movie. Like, they look spectacular. Mm. So watching this movie, it's actually very similar to the game. There's a lot of things in the game that you remember. Oh, I've done that. And her, the way her outfit is set up is exactly the same as the game. Mm. Um, so it's actually pretty cool. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It was yep. just, I think I put it on Facebook, it was just a shit ton of fun. Oh, good. Just go in and enjoy it, roadies. Just, you know, yep. stop trying to critique every movie. Go and enjoy it. Um, but, she's not. She's not trying to be Angelina Jolie, no. so don't expect her to be. No, um, she kicks ass. She's pretty there you go. cool. Job um, done. So, and plus, I must admit, I do like seeing movies with really good, strong female leads. That's pretty cool. Yep. Whenever you used to have that once. No, uh, but so we. Thanks, Harvey. We we done, Harvey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least he's done a few good things. Um, yeah. Uh, but we went in after that was finishing initially because uh, through work we had to do a, a pre-screening for another movie afterwards. So we went in to set up the cinema. Ready? And the, oh, this was a work gig. Yes. Yeah, so the soundtrack or the, the end credits was playing with the soundtrack song at the end while we were setting up before the next movie began. Mm-hmm. And straight away I thought, gee, so many things in life would be cooler with a soundtrack. Oh, wouldn't they? I know, like everything. Like, and I, and I straight away come back to, I was discussing with you about the fact that Jazz and I, with two of our friends, climbed Valentine's Peak. Yes. Which which I realise now, now I've seen a few photos of it away from the clouds. We couldn't see the thing when we're climbing it. Motherfucker's pretty high. I'm, I'm actually really surprised we actually were up that high. Because you don't realise, because it was so cloudy and overcast. But... In those last moments when you're near vertically climbing up rocks and you're getting towards the pinnacle and there's just this amazing moment of, wow, I've done this. If that music I heard at the end of Tomb Raider on the credits suddenly just started playing in the background, it would have made the moment far more exciting and memorable. <laughs> yes. So, there are other moments in our lives when this could be prevalent. It could actually work really well. So, we create an app. Yes. With soundtrack-style music. Yes. That's connected to your heart rate. Yes. And when you're in moments of elation, music just randomly starts playing <laughs> in the background. <laughs> like imagine if you could actually put it in your phone. What are you doing now? I'm, I'm, I'm going to the gym. I'm training. I'm doing some boxing training. Or I'm climbing a mountain. Or I'm, I don't know, I'm about to have sex. Um <laughs> And so your phone knows the kind of action you're doing. And when it gets to the point where your heart rate reaches a certain point, let it me will work, play the get, appropriate let me work, theme get, music. Put your, <laughs> let put your thing down on and reverse it. Say, yeah, da, 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 da. It could work so well. Ah. Oh. <laughs> so well. It, it does. I think The Simpsons did that 20 years ago, though. We're home and... It was one of the animated series, I think, where they actually had the idea that everywhere, everywhere you went, you had your entrance music and your exit music and your whatever. Really? But I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but but it I like set it. up as an app. <laughs> no. And so you'd have to have some sort of far, uh, watch or something like that to actually your heart rate. Yes. And the only catch is you'd also have to, we'd have to do our own music because everything would be copywritten. No, because you can, if you legally own that music, you can link it to your app. Your app is not selling the music. Your app is saying, I will gauge your heart rate and time of day, and therefore I will play this oh, track okay, from your... Because whatever is in your music file yes. is not going to be in my music file. Very cool. So you get there and say, well, if I'm wearing the watch and it's between the hours of uh, 9 and 5 and I've got an elevated heart rate, and it's not the weekend, chances are I'm not going to be on the job. Yep. Like, I'm not I'm not having secret sexy time. <laughs> so, you know, you get the more Dolly Parton, working out till five, or whatever it happens to True. be. Or if you happen to go for a sly one in the toilets by yourself. 
And suddenly <laughs> someone walks past and his eye of the tiger start kicking in. <laughs> dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Rise it up. In the toilet. <laughs> or, you're the best around. Nothing's ever going to keep you down. Oh, it could be karate kid. Oh. Um, so, but yeah, there you go. That's what you can have, and and it, uh, but you know what? And the way you get government funding to do it? Oh, government funding, we like that. Is that it's attached, and if for whatever reason your heartbeat becomes irregular or drops below forty BPM, it just plays a garuk 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 warning warning Will Robinson warning. <laughs> Or something along those sort of lines. It has a built-in warning system that everyone knows, oh, if I hear that, someone's not doing well. No. Um, speaking of Will Robinson, is there not yes. a remake of that TV series? Another remake? or yeah. Oh, well that, well, that was the movie they as did a remake t- as of. As in TV series, not a movie. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Lost in Space. Lost in Space, coming back. Well, the, see, but the thing about that was good about the original TV show was all camp and all that kind of stuff mind you if they get jj to do it and if he does anything near what he's done with the new star trek i don't know oh. who's doing it but um, i did see a trailer a mini trailer and it looked pretty schmick didn't mind yeah, yeah. well there you go one yeah, to look out for throw that in there <laughs> that's <laughs> what she said <laughs> <sighs> all right so what i will do <laughs> have you got anything more um, the other thing we have got is that uh, you did set me one other little mission during the week. Oh, did I? You did. I did. Yeah, yes. fuck, I did. But yes. we can end on that. So, well, before, well, if we're going to end on that, I will. I <laughs> yes, I know what you're going to do. Okay, so I will end on my last gag, which I quite like. Okay, you got another one. Nice. Yeah, I All do. Right. It's but, a quick one. <laughs> that's what she said. Yep. A woman walks into a bar and says to the barman, I'll have a double entendre, thanks. So he gave her one. <laughs> oh, <don't know> <laughs> <sighs> You're laughing so much at your own joke. Is just oh, it cracks me up. That was from a friend of mine called Michael. He told me that at least 10 years ago. And every time I get to tell it out loud, still makes me laugh. Because in my head, I actually have him replaying like a vintage old movie footage. And he does the whole, so he gave her one. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, the joys of being able to remember a joke the way it was originally told to you is gold. I remember there was a great joke I used to tell years ago, and this is probably a decade or more ago. Yes. And it was one where the punchline, because I can't remember the joke properly. You could make up another version of it, but the punchline was something about, um, uh, I think it was a 12-inch pianist. Oh, yes. And I (laughs) can't remember the joke that went along with it. I just remember at the time it was very, very funny. Yes. And all it was was a play on words, but it just worked really well. There you go. And how do we catch a musical fish? Castanet. (laughs) 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 Actually, I will. This is actually perfect timing. Um, I did post something on our Facebook page today. Yes. A picture that I believe is one of the funniest things I've seen on the internet for a long time. Yes. And it was the 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 can crusher. Yes, I saw Did that. You see that? Yeah. So, um, righties, if you when you hear this, if you haven't seen it yet, just jump on. I'm not going to give it away because I thought it was very very funny. Me too. And it was just perfect timing that it was um joke day. So, exactly. So visit us at uh, Facebook South Road Boys. Yeah, visit us there. Mm. Or if you can't get to it from there, go to southroadboys.com and like us on Facebook, and that'll get you there. Yeah, like us up. Now, your second challenge. Yes. <laughs> Our new segment. <laughs> Have you given it a name? Thoughtful Troy, isn't it? Is it just called Thoughtful Troy? Oh, we... The Teachings of Thoughtful Troy. Oh, I like that. I was going to say The Wisdom of Thoughtful Troy, but The Teachings of Thoughtful Troy. Yeah. That sounds great. 
I like that. The teachings of Thoughtful Troy. Or is it Master Troy? No, no, Thoughtful Troy. Thoughtful Troy, yeah. So this, for the roadies that might not have listened, the last episode I spoke about the fact that I had uh, plans, if ever needed to, for starting a cult. Yes. <laughs> I was going to be Thoughtful Troy. And yes. it was going to be Triangulists. Yes. yes. You, and, um, me, and the truth. Yep. Um, my book that I've already planned out of my life, uh, there are three sides to every story. Yes. Uh, is going to be a bestseller, no doubt. Mm. And people will love me. Uh, why not? The next Anthony Robbins. Oh, exactly without right. a, so, Without a doubt. So from that, you did say to me during the week that this is something we could actually carry on a little bit and we could have oh. words from Thoughtful Troy every week. I laughed at it so much at the time, <laughs> and then when I I had I've listened to this, <clears throat> I probably listened to it twice because of doing the edit, and every yep. time I listened to it, I just laughed <laughs> because it was just so funny. I just had this mental image of you in some sort of like orange muumuu or caftan <laughs> um, with with people like with these nimble young nymphets making you daisy chains to put oh, in your hair definitely. and, and, and flower, flowers <laughs> in your beard and and just this this whole, and I wouldn't say cult because I think that's probably a bit extreme, just this self-help guru called Thoughtful Troy who was just going around just dropping wisdom on people. Like I think also bang. I have to um, either grow some dreads or get a man mm. bun. I think that would fit the look. Braid your beard. Could do that too. It's probably needs a bit more length. But anyway, look, this is something that can be worked upon. There you go. So I think um, uh, we need to insert some music into this, a little bit of a jingle, a little bit of a, maybe some wind chimes or something just to kick it off. So I'm going to leave Done. that to you. <laughs> Words from Thoughtful Troy. Flat Earth. It's not really, is it? There's hills and there's mountains. If anything, it's lumpy, bumpy earth. Thank you and bless. I'm Joe. I'm Corporal Troy. And we are the South Boys. <laughs> we certainly are. <laughs>